0: Going beyond the headlines, getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR.
1: Good Thursday afternoon. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Nice to see the sun shining after a snowy start to our day. I thought it was supposed to be light snow. There was a lot of light snow that I had to brush off my vehicle earlier today. This hour, we are talking about marijuana again. As you heard, at 3.30, we're going to be getting details from the provincial government as far as the legislation, the framework is going to go when it comes to legalization of recreational marijuana next year. And oftentimes when we talk about this, there is a concern. I always get lots of texters saying, I'm worried about young people. Once it's legalized that they're going to be smoking marijuana, what's it going to do to their brains and all these other concerns. And I've always said, young people... Newsflash are smoking marijuana right now and that's why I have been in favor of legalizing recreational marijuana but there has been that belief that once it's legalized more young people are going to be doing it are going to be using it. I want to talk with uh, Christine Morrow assistant professor of biostatistics at the Columbia University Medical Center joins us today. Hello Christine. Hi there. How are you? I'm well. And, and I know your study appeared to focus more on legalized marijuana, correct?
0: Right. Our study focused specifically on medical marijuana.
1: Medical marijuana. And looking at that whole idea, once something is legalized, in this case, medical marijuana, whether or not you see an increase in usage, especially among young people, that's who you were focusing on?
0: So we actually looked at all age groups, but what we did find was an increase only in older adults, so adults 26 and older. Um, For younger adults, we didn't find an impact of these medical marijuana laws on use.
1: All right, so when we define a young person, what age are we looking at?
0: So we looked both at 12 to 17-year-olds, so adolescents, and then we also looked at 18 to 25-year-olds or young adults.
1: Maybe just back up why you thought it was important to see what happens when you legalize a substance, in this case, medical marijuana.
0: So, just to clarify the question, you're asking why we were interested in studying that particular association? Exactly. Sure. So I think there is a lot of concern that with legalization, um, there might be greater availability, less um, risk perception related to marijuana use. And there are negative consequences to using marijuana use. There's several studies that have shown, you know, different kinds of negative consequences. So we wanted to really measure what kind of impact these laws might have on these use outcomes. How do you go
1: about measuring this, Christine? Because we're talking about something that's legalized now, but how do you find out who was using it before it was legalized?
0: Sure. So that's a really great question. Um, In our study, we compared states that passed medical marijuana to states that hadn't yet passed medical marijuana. So in the U.S., only about 28 states so far have medical marijuana laws. So basically what we did is is we looked at the change in use for states with laws and compared it to the change in use for states without laws um, to get an idea of what was the differential impact of these medical marijuana laws.
1: So there are numbers out there that show states that whether it's legal or illegal, how many young people are actually using it?
0: Sure. So we use data from the National Survey on Drug Use and Health, and that's administered by the, the U.S. government. And they have yearly reports where they provide us information, and we actually had special access to the individual-level data, so actual responses from you know, individual-level people.
1: Christine, when you say, when you looked at those age groups then, the 12 to 17 and the 18 to 25, are you saying there wasn't any kind of an increase then?
0: So there were, there were small increases or small decreases, but none of them are what we call statistically significant. So um, they could be due to chance. Um, there wasn't enough evidence to link them to the laws.
1: And you're looking at just numbers, or do you have any stories of why people choose to try it or not try it? Is, it, is this just statistics? I mean, I guess you're biostatistics, but is it strictly <laughs> numbers for you then?
0: Right. So the survey specifically focuses on, um, you know, for example, have you used marijuana in the past month? How often are you using marijuana? Where are you getting your marijuana from? Um, we just analyzed a subset of the data. So we looked at three particular measures. So have you used it in the past month? Are you using it daily if you're using it at all? And then um, what is the rate of marijuana use disorder?
1: And you're asking medical marijuana, though, correct? Or are you saying, have you used marijuana in the last month?
0: That's another great question. So the study, um, the survey that we used up until two years ago only asked about marijuana use in general. It didn't differentiate between recreational and medical marijuana, but they have added that question. So stay tuned for future research on that.
1: Well, and and I think that's important to point out because that's what, you know, in, in our country next year, we're going to have legalized recreational marijuana. Do you think we can kind of take some of your data, even though it's medical marijuana, and extrapolate similar findings that we hopefully will not see an increase in that age group, the adolescents?
0: I'm not sure if I feel comfortable saying that. I will say that we as a research team are also interested in examining recreational marijuana, and, and those results are under review and hopefully will be you know, forthcoming soon. Um, hopefully there will be a, um, a parallel between recreational and medical, but I can't yeah. confirm. At 100%. Completely
1: understand. I know that we've had legalized medical marijuana, and I, I know I'm going to get texters saying that it's so easy to get a medical marijuana license, no matter what your age is. Um, is it, is it stricter? Do you know, Christine, the process of being able to get access to medical marijuana when we're talking about younger people? Because I'm wondering if that's that's what's keeping the numbers down, because they're not able to access medical marijuana that's legalized.
0: Sure. So I'm not an expert sort of on the state-to-state laws, but I do know that there's considerable variability in, in the types of laws and how easy it is to obtain marijuana. I will say that in one of our past studies, we specifically focused on a question called perceived availability of marijuana and whether or not that was associated with these laws. And we didn't find an increase in perceived availability of marijuana in adolescents or young adults, but we did see it for older adults. Um, And that's sort of consistent with the research that we know in terms of who's accessing these medical marijuana dispensaries. So it typically tends to be adults over the age of 30.
1: Yeah, and that's what I I thought, especially when we're talking about medical marijuana. All right, I wanted to talk about adolescence because that's always the the red flag or the concern people have as we move in the direction of legalized recreational marijuana. But I do want to touch on the other part of your study. So you actually were also looking at other age groups and you said you saw an increase once medical marijuana was legalized. You saw an increase in, in what age group did you mention?
0: So it was in adults age 26 and older, and that was true for both males and females.
1: What kind of an increase?
0: Um, So for males, on average, the the prevalence before the law, so past month marijuana was about 7%, and it increased to about 8.7%, so just shy of a 2 percentage point increase in In males and females. The change was about the same, just a little bit smaller.
1: Did you see one gender using medical marijuana more than another?
0: Um, so we didn't actually examine the medical marijuana aspect because we only knew if they were using marijuana, marijuana. or not. We mm. do know that males use marijuana more than females and that they're also more likely to use the medical marijuana dispensaries, but we didn't examine that in our study. Right.
1: And I guess that's just it. You're, you're looking at numbers once marijuana, medical marijuana is legalized, so you Absolutely. have to use your base of whether you used marijuana prior to that. Interesting findings. Christine, thanks for going over them with us.
0: Okay, great. Thank you.
1: Christine Morrow, assistant professor of biostatistics at the Columbia University Medical Center. And, you know, as she stated, she's looking at just the numbers. uh, Encouraged to hear if we're talking about medical marijuana, that there wasn't a significant increase or decrease when it came to adolescence. Because I think that's the big concern. And as we said, at 3.30, we're going to be joining Justice Minister uh, Kathleen Ganley to find out exactly how things are going to look when it comes to the province selling, distributing marijuana. And I want to hear from you, 403-974-8255. Because ever since... Uh, The Liberal government talked about legalizing recreational marijuana. A lot of you have been concerned that this means we're going to see more young people using marijuana. And I, I think we can agree that if you can hold off on using alcohol, on using marijuana until your brain has developed, that's all the better for you. Um, I mean, it would be great if we all didn't use anything until we were 25. Think of all those extra brain cells I would have. But I think it makes sense that you want to try to keep it out of the hands of anyone that is under the age of 18. And I think it's only by legalizing it that we are going to do a better job of that and maybe that's a hard thing for people to wrap their heads around, that you're, you're legalizing a product and you're saying that you're going to still be able to keep it away from young people. Because I think right now, a lot of young people have access to marijuana. If we legalize it, we're going to have a better awareness program. We're going to do a lot more educating. I, I love the um, mad ads. Talking about whether or not I'm going to drink and drive or what I would I drive, get up behind the wheel if I'd been smoking marijuana. This is just awareness. We would not be talking about driving after you've smoked marijuana a couple of years ago. Because what are we talking about an illegal substance for? Now... Because we're moving in the direction of legalizing weed, I think we're having the conversation. So at least there's awareness. There's bigger public campaigns. And I think that's why we've seen slowly a a decrease in cigarette use as well. If we can start bringing awareness to a legal substance, I think that helps. And legalizing ultimately, as we've talked about before, that perfect price point making sure that we can keep it out of the black market, shut that down so that those young people who are trying to do it, circumventing the rules, are going to have a harder time doing it. So just some of my thoughts. I want to hear yours. 403-974-8255. Are you concerned or not so much when it comes to legalized marijuana and adolescents, young people using it? We're back after this.